Once again, we are hearing about fentanyl in the news. Calgary police announcing that there has been an alarming increase in overdose deaths from the drug. Today, though, they arrested 11 people during eight raids. It has been in the news for the last number of months. Today, though, we are talking about why maybe our current government is the right one to address the problem. Not my words, Colby Kosh. He's the columnist for the National Post, joins us today. Hello, Colby. Hello, Angela. Anyone hearing me put fentanyl and the NDP in the same sentence? I'm not sure if they know where we're going with this article, but let's talk about your own personal experience when it comes to fentanyl. <laughs> well, yes, it just it just made for a convenient lead for my column. I discussed the fact that fentanyl is not, it's an opioid, but it's not really a fun drug. It's a very strong, direct drug that uh, sort of goes, it's designed to Burrow right into, go right into your central nervous system and knock out pain very effectively, but it doesn't have this sort of lyrical quality that you get with other other opioids. And I talk about getting morphine in a in a in an emergency room setting. I, I've I've had both drugs in hospitals just by chance. And if you were going to choose to get addicted to a drug, it seems to me that morphine would morphine's a lot more fun. Morphine's kind of uh, kind of an amazing experience and when I had it I realized it was a lesson in how dangerous these opioids can be recreationally you know I sort of uh, cottoned on and realized well gosh you know I could I could never have this stuff recreationally it's uh, life destroying I like it too much yeah. that's just not true of fentanyl it's it's kind of a a very uh, unpoetic very uh, direct and effective drug that nobody would really choose to take recreationally and yet we have this extraordinary number of deaths from it simply because it's gotten into the supply uh, drug dealers use it to uh drug dealers cut their drugs with it because it's cheap and very available it's sort of pervasive worldwide and it's easy to smuggle and remind our listeners because this almost goes back to the problem we were having with oxycontin or oxycodone when government said we've got to address this issue of addiction and overdoses and so they tried to write something but we ended up having this fentanyl problem as a uh, unexpected consequence consequence of this drug regulation and you know that's a phrase that has occurred a lot of times in history uh, and as an unexpected consequence, the smugglers started cutting drugs with fentanyl. And some people who think they're buying OxyContin are actually getting drugs cut with uh, fentanyl for cost-saving purposes. It's just a much too strong drug that is being used to replace oxycodone in street drugs. And uh, as a consequence of this, people are dying because fentanyl is very strong. If it's not titrated correctly or you add just a little bit too much, people start dropping dead, and we're, we're seeing that now. It's happening with uh, recreational drug users by the dozens in Alberta. And that's the concern. It's not yeah. as if you take it once and you have a great trip and you want to take it again. A lot of these overdoses are happening to first-time users. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the bad effects we saw from oxycodone that the governments wanted to uh, address or tackle were, were chronic effects. People were becoming addicted to this very effective prescription painkiller, uh, and uh, whereas fentanyl can kill you immediately just because it's so powerful and so tricky to deal with. And, you know, you've got amateur, amateur chemists out there in the wild uh, who, are, uh, who are replacing uh, oxycodone with fentanyl. 
And we talk about killing people. We've had incredible numbers. As I said, police are saying record high numbers of overdoses. What kind of stats did you find when it came to deaths in our province related to fentanyl? Well, the uh, total through the reported total through September 31st uh, was 213 deaths in the province of Alberta that are confirmed to have been uh, to have had fentanyl involvement. And that's a that's a really extraordinary number. It, it looks it looks extraordinary just to the eye. And when I looked at other causes of death for a typical year in Alberta, you know that's as many that's roughly as many people who will die from kidney disease in a year in Alberta, typically as roughly as many people as will die from all liver diseases, including cirrhosis. Uh, so this uh, problem has immediately grown to a very huge scale. And some of these other provinces were experiencing similar sharp rises in 2012 or 2013 when fentanyl started to uh, appear uh, in street drugs. Um, but the increase here has been so much greater, and uh, this year it's really peaked this year in a way it doesn't seem to have done in other provinces. Uh, there have been programs to uh, uh, tackle the problem uh, that were introduced a little earlier, and Alberta didn't get on it until now. And uh, my column essentially praises the New Democrats for uh, tackling it, for getting on it in a very serious way. Give me the case then why you think the NDP government is actually probably the right one to deal with this. Well, they're, they're getting this drug naloxone into the community. Naloxone is a prescription medication that works like magic on people who've had drug overdoses. You uh, wham somebody with a little uh, uh, intramuscular syringe full of uh, naloxone. Uh, they, it's even uh, distributed in some places in nasal spray form. And if you give a drug addict who is uh, turned blue this stuff in an ER setting, they'll snap out of it immediately. Uh, it's essentially sort of a, a magic drug that gives you a chance to save the life of somebody who's had a opioid overdose. Uh, the drug is safe enough that you can give it sort of speculatively if you're not quite sure why somebody has passed out and is turning blue. It's broadly safe just to hit them with naloxone. And so... Uh, increasingly, frontline social workers and uh, anti-drug people and paramedics uh, have been experimenting with just carrying naloxone. Uh, there's communities where they've given it to the police. Uh, giving it to EMTs is uh, an increasingly popular idea. And our uh, new Democrat government, with a refreshing sort of lack of nonsense, not a lot of... Uh, Oh, let's pilot this, let's study this. Not a lot of worries about encouraging drug use. Uh, not a lot of worries about whether doctors are willing to go along with this. They're just changing policy quite quickly uh, to get naloxone out there, to get it, uh, to put it in the hands of uh, uh, frontline drug addiction organizations. HIV organizations are handing out naloxone kits. And they even have take home naloxone kits for. Um, family members or the drug users themselves who want to have it around, who think they may be at risk. And, uh, you know, you could actually have it in the home if you, have, if you believe you have a need for it. Um, so there's, there, there hasn't been very much drug, drug war nonsense about this. If you have a, uh, a left-wing government that's oriented towards harm reduction, they can do something like this very quickly. And it's, you know, it's speculative. We don't know that this will cut the number of deaths. Uh, but my guess is that it's, 
that it will. The evidence, you look at the evidence from local areas of the United States that have experimented with these naloxone programs and just placing kits in the hands of people, uh, placing kits in the hands of frontline workers and the drug the drug users themselves, um, the experiments usually turn out to be pretty encouraging. There's very little possibility of harm in this. Uh, and if you can get past the worries about, well, are we, is this good? Are we encouraging drug use? If you get past, past those worries and just approach this in a no-nonsense harm reduction way, you know, that's the sort of government you want when you have a problem like this. I'm not the world's biggest New Democrat fan, but in the case of this particular crisis, I think we are lucky to have them in charge. Because you think uh, maybe a progressive conservative government would be slower to react, would want to have more consultation, and the problem could just continue to grow and grow. They would have the same kind of moral hang-ups that for a long time interfered with, in the early part of the 20th century, interfered with the treatment of sexually transmitted diseases. You know, we've all sort of grown up and gotten past the sort of concerns that inhibited uh, proper medical treatment of those things, uh, stop people from suffering in silence. And I think the, the same kind of approach is acquired when it comes to dealing with the very immediate, very bad health consequences of drug abuse. We don't want anybody to be an addict. We want people to kick opioids, uh, but we want them to live long enough to have the chance. And naloxone seems like a really good idea that's probably pretty safe and is worth trying. Well, you know what? For more information on whether or not you could get your hands on a naloxone kit, go to drugsfool.ca. Colby, thanks for starting this conversation. I think I'm looking forward to the feedback I'm going to get. Well, and I I hope by just writing about it and talking about it uh, will help people. Colby, thanks again. Thanks very much, Angela. Colby Kosh, columnist for The National Post.